Hello and welcome back to the Pit Wall Podcast. This week we're going to break down the rainy Monaco fiasco. It was awesome. Yeah. It was a crazy, crazy race. Um, you know, I'm always worried about Monaco a little bit, and yeah. it delivered this weekend. I think. It was great. Um, uh, before we get started, just want to say, if you're here listening to this, why not subscribe to us? Uh, we're pretty cool, so you know, yeah. do that. Um, and follow us on all our socials at the Pitwall Pod. And I'm gonna go a little faster at pulling up this uh, quality somehow because it's not coming up. But it's fine. Let me just say, uh, overall, um, the poll, like the poll lap, I don't, 60 seconds is not enough to talk about this. So oh, yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and talk That's about fair. the poll. So. Alonzo is flying out there, and then Max goes, all right, I'm going to give you some hope. I'm going to give you – I'm going to be down in the first two sectors, and then I'm going to pull out <laughs> 0.3 to go over by, what was it, eight one-hundredths of a second mm -hmm. at the very end because why not? Because I'm Max Verstappen, and <laughs> I can do this. So I don't know. It was uh, It was – Super painful to watch as a Mercedes fan because I thought mm -hmm. we actually had a shot. So with that said, without further ado, let me get my timer. They're like, you just told us to subscribe and now you're not ready to actually record. All right, here we go. All right, three, two, one. All right, so the most notable thing about pot, about um, the qualifying this time was that Checo Perez crashed in Q1 out of qualifying, going to start at the back of the grid. Um, he mm -hmm. was followed by Joe Glenn, you, Nico Hulkenberg, K-Mag, and Logan Sargent, otherwise known as the usual suspects. Uh, Valtteri Bottas, P-15. Stroll, another bad qualifying, P-14, not good for a team fighting for P-2. Albon, P-13, pretty good. DeVries, P-12, very surprising. And 11th and 10th, McLaren making some progress. Uh, kind of a theme for their weekend. Yuki making into the top 10 and P9. George Russell with a not great qualifying. He's really struggled with the car mm -hmm. the whole weekend, P8. Ocon, P4, and Pierre Gasly, P7. Uh, just behind Lewis Hamilton, P6. Leclerc, P3, with Sainz at P5 for Ferrari. Like I said, Alonso, and then Max Verstappen on pole. So that was – qualifying is Monaco. Qualifying is – how did you had you watched a Monaco Grand Prix? Did you watch one last year? I didn't watch it live, um, but I did once we started this because uh, we started in Silverstone, correct? We yeah, started doing the podcast in Silverstone last year. I went back and watched Monaco, and or I watched two of them actually. I can't remember the other one, um, but I watched Monaco because uh, immediately into joining Formula One, I learned that Monaco is the the big Formula One yeah. race of the year. So wanted to watch it and see what it's like. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it was qualifying. it was it was fun watching it. Qualifying, as it like what was your what was your feeling watching qualifying for the first time? Because you you watched the race. It was yeah, it was a mix of emotions. Um, because at first I just like oh okay Max is not going to fastest. He's oh well, and t that's what I, like Q one Q two. I'm like Max is fastest. He's got it. And then Q three, Alonso makes that time, and I'm like. No, I, there's no, yeah, there's yeah. no way Max beats it. And then like Max starts his last flying lap, and I'm like, oh, two green sectors. Alonso's got P1. Yeah, like Aston might have a win. Yeah, and then freaking like you said, Verstappen just comes out of nowhere with a purple sector three. I think I've watched it like two dozen times. Yeah. 
just watching him hit the wall and his surprise. Well, I hit the wall four times, but okay. <laughs> so he was going for. I, I I've watched the um. There's been a uh, someone made an like an animated video of oh. the comparison between Alonzo and Verstappen, and it was insane how like quickly he gained pace on that third sector. I love those. The one where they're yeah, like at the same they're time intersecting. The line. Yeah. Yes, that I don't know who makes that. I can never remember. That's my dad's favorite thing. It's one of yeah. my favorite content. I like, love seeing those. If you happen to hear this person that makes that, reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you. So I thought it was awesome. I was very impressed with Alonzo. You know, Alonzo used to be kind of more of a fiery character back in his day. Mm-hmm. A little more like young Verstappen-esque, I guess you could say. Yeah, I guess for sure. Way around. Yeah. I have a tremendous respect for how Alonzo has been this whole season. I agree. Uh, especially afterward where he was like, you know, hold your head up, guys. Like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. We had no idea we would be here. Like, all this stuff. Like, he could have been super... Like, if that happened you know to what, Max, you Max know what would happened? have been so bummed. What? He turned into a uh, social media sensation is what happened. Uh, <laughs> but no, true. seriously, last year at the end of the season, we I remember us talking about this, how we said Alonzo's kind of been the bad guy. We're clowning it, on him. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like a complete change of character. I'm sure that there's moments in the team where he gets mad or something, but we don't see it at least I, as and, much. And also, I mean, we were making fun of his move. I don't think he knew Aston was going to be this good, but I don't know. What if Vettel gave him a little? Vettel was like, "Do it." Hint. But why would Vettel have left then at that point? I don't think Vettel. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Who knows? I don't think Vettel knew it was going to happen immediately. Yeah, probably not. So, but uh, but Fernando was signed. Pretty quickly after Vettel left. I think it was, yeah, like a day or two. Yeah. It was like, I remember we talked about it a lot. So, yeah. Uh, hopefully no one goes back and digs up. That's a clip out there of me telling, saying how wrong he was. And, yeah. Uh, it's all right. I'm right most of the time. So, But, I mean, looking at Alpine, this race too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, we got a lot to talk about. So, over, overall, I want to say it's still the crown jewel of Formula One. That's oh, what yeah. they call it. For uh, sure. You know, people are always talking about, should it be off the calendar I thought this race delivered better entertainment than several races last mm-hmm. year and even a race like a race or two this year. Yeah. Last year's Mexico race specifically was super boring. Oh yeah. And I and I thought this was you know, I, I'm in it for the sport. There's a lot of people that's mm-hmm. in it for the entertainment. So I enjoy I could enjoy just watching them go in circles without any overtakes. Yeah. But um this just It's definitely a lot more fun when they do have them. Yeah, so it was incredible. So uh so obviously it rained. Um, it rained like two thirds of the way through the race. Mm-hmm. There was lots of debate about when it was going to rain. Yeah, uh, McLaren has some sort of code that they said about class one rain, and they thought that was going to be secret. And then a photographer immediately gets a photo of their screen <laughs> with their code. So that was totally useless. But wow. I want to go straight into talking about Red Bull and hear your thoughts. Uh, Obviously, Max is easy, but I'm dying to talk about Checo, So Yeah, it was one thing I wanted to bring up as well, but um, I will talk about Max because he obviously had a fantastic race and qualifying. Um, so qualified on pole, beat out Fernando like we talked about. I just want to talk about how this man managed those medium tires for 55 laps. I know. That's I know. insane. It was – I kept th- thinking, when are they going to stop him? When because are they stop every him? other driver was talking about the, the graining and the degradation on their tires – on medium tires 30 laps in i know i this red bull car man like it it's just insane it i won- mean max also manages them really freaking yes, well yes uh definitely credit to max he drove he deserved the win um we'll talk about alonzo in a little bit but mm-hmm. um to go through the conditions that he went through 
and make i think he skimmed the wall one time in the rain yeah. on old mediums yeah uh poor like you know it's like what uh i don't know like even me you know i i will say when max won the miami grand prix watching him in person i was astonished oh yeah and uh I'm not just going to keep hearing up Miami, but uh, um, I'm just saying like, I have great respect for, it's like, I'm like annoyed with him because yeah. he's actually good. Yeah. You know, so no, anyway. I get it. Anyway, go on. Uh, but yeah, um, swap when he swapped to the intermediates, he just, you know, took off from there, won the race. Um, but now we are on to Checo who, as he said, P20 after a crash in quali. A bad he crash. Won. Yeah. That was rough. I, um, I wish I could hear Horner's inside thoughts <laughs> when that happened because they showed a clip of him and it was just dead face. And I'm like, I want to know what this man is thinking. Um, he was like, Pierre, is that you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to say what I think about the race or just a little brief thing until we go deep into it because I'm sure you want to talk a little bit okay, more about right. it. Um, rough race, man, in general for checking. Oh. Like, I'm talking about his driving. Oh, yeah. Like, he had two collisions, which I believe both were his fault. Mm. that's interesting well okay no the uh which one do you th second one that he had was that with magnuson yeah magnuson because okay so let's just we can i don't care if we kind of go out of order like yeah. go team we don't have to go by yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk, i'm gonna talk about kmag really fast yeah so uh kmag dnf'd um it for in during the haas's 150th grand prix still no podium mm -hmm. um and checo says that he brake checked him yeah, I've watched this every angle I could find. I, I don't see why Checo thought that. Yeah. Do you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's true. I, I've watched. Once I saw the second collision, I, in my head, I'm just thinking like, okay, like what is up? Like, he's driving reckless right now. Yeah, at least more than normal. Because like Checo's had his has. Checo has had his moments of reckless driving before where we've seen that where oh, for sure. he's just trying to win at all costs. Uh, we saw that last year in his battle with Leclerc. Um, yeah. And what race was that? Uh, it was one of the last few. Uh, dang it, man. You're making me. Well, obviously. Was it, it wasn't Mexico, was it? No, no. He didn't crash in Mexico. I mean, they No, obviously... no, no. It wasn't a crash. I'm just talking about how reckless his driving was. Uh, I mean, he fought very hard against him at Silverstone in that famous. Maybe that was it. Through goes, through goes Hamilton moment. No, it's the one where. Um, it was right after, right before Max didn't let Checo through. I think it was one of those oh, races. Oh, 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 uh, Brazil, Brazil. Yeah, Brazil. Brazil. Yes. That was like okay. Checo is like going crazy right now. What is happening? Um, I I felt like that again. Yeah. And I was just, I was like, this isn't like. I hate to a declare stuff like this this early, but I think. This could be the moment we look back and say, this is where Checo lost the championship, was this mm. weekend. Oh, yeah. Max is just, I mean, he's pretty far ahead. Um, yeah. I, I just don't have a good overall feeling for Checo. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of people that put too much stock into Checo only being able to win street races. Yep. But with that said, he's a, he's a, had won as many Monaco's as Max had. Yep. And I don't know. It just seemed like I thought Checo was going to win this race. Checo or Alonso, if I had to put money on it. Yeah, I I thought the same, honestly. But it's I hopefully we don't look back and this is the moment. But I don't 
Do you think he can win the championship? No, that's what I was about yeah. to say. I don't see how he's going to go forward from here and still beat Max because without Max, crashing. I feel like yeah, without Max crashing, there's no chance. I don't think just because I mean that car is just. I mean, it's tailored for both this year. They made it more centered for both because they knew it'd be a good car. But Max just has this thing under wraps. Like it's just the perfect car. It's, it is. Um, so I really doubt that Sergio is going to pull it back, but who knows? I'd love for him to prove me wrong and I want him to, but as for right now, I don't see it happening. Me neither. Yeah. I, I, it makes me sad cause I was really hoping for, a Nico Rosberg, Lewis Hamilton, 2016 situation yeah. where it's like, you know, Mercedes is going to win, but we don't know who, and they didn't That'd know be good. for two years mm-hmm. in a row of them fighting to the last race every single time. So Nico Rosberg Rosberg won one of those, right? It was like 2016. Yeah. yeah and, and then, then he Hamilton immediately retired. Yeah. Yeah. So he was at the race. Yeah. He I was. Uh, a lot of people have mixed feelings about him, but I like him. So, yeah. uh, um, yeah. So I don't know what Checo is going to go from here, but he had several wrecks. So you mentioned the one with, um, K mag, K mag, uh, I will say George Russell backed into him. That was George Russell's fault. Uh, into Checo? Yes. Yeah. So that wasn't Checo's fault. But what was the other wreck you were He hit Stroll. Yeah. Well, Stroll. Or, yeah. Stroll was a menace in this race. Yeah. That, it wasn't a good, so good show. So I was screaming. Not screaming. I was yelling. <laughs> I, was, I was talking at a raised volume. Yeah. At Stroll at the beginning of the race because I've always <laughs> thought I've, I, I trash on him every week and I, he's probably getting a little more crap than mm. he deserves, but he proved me right this week. He goes into the hairpin and tries to go around the outside in the hairpin yeah. of somebody before the hairpin. Cause like at the hairpin, you can make a turn, you can make a move down the inside or the outside, yeah. but not before. Cause it goes like, this is going to be hard to explain for audio listeners, but if you're watching the video, it goes like this and then that, and he goes for a gap that doesn't exist and hits yeah. the back, and then he goes, man, there's so much contact. It's like, it was your <laughs> fault. And then- Imagine the shape of uh, Squidward's head, and that's the, yes, that's the hairpin. Yes, yeah, Squidward's head, exactly. That was actually pretty good enough. I got you. So he hit Checo, and then eventually he DNFs. Yeah. So Stroll is just proving himself- bad over and over again yep. and i want to ask you something because i've seen a lot of people talk about this on twitter okay. when is daddy stroll going to prioritize winning the championship over his son if, mm. if that becomes the number uh i think the, the when... constructors championship <clears throat> that's going to be tough um i think stroll would have to pull a latifi and results wise yeah like when you're at, or I mean, sad to say, when you're kind of like in Logan, Logan Sargent's position oh. where you're averaging P20, which yeah. Stroll isn't a rookie is what I'm saying, though. Stroll is a very seasoned at yeah. this time, so. so that's the only way, either that or I don't, I don't see him just like, let's say next year Stroll gets – like this year, let's say he gets like P8 in the driver's championship or something like that. If that's possible. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know. What he, what is he currently? Do you have that up? I think you have yeah, that up a minute. I do. Because, um, okay, because both. He's P8 right now. Oh, is Leclerc still behind him because Leclerc. Leclerc is ahead of him. So wait, who's all ahead of him? Ocon, both? Uh, ahead of him, we got one Max, two Checo, three Fernando. Four Lewis. Lewis, George, Carlos, Leclerc. 
and then Stroll. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, he could finish P8. Don't. But do you? Okay. Let's say. Do you see him, or or even? Do you see Lawrence kicking him this no. after this year? No, not after this year. He would Perform- have to. He would. Have, I think he could DNF every other race and not lose his yeah. season. He would have one more year yeah. after that. Um, I don't know. We don't know what his contract is, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying. Alonzo's ready to lead a team to a championship. Yeah. And you got Alonzo's back in business with this car. And I, I love to see that. Now I will say they have a really good they're they seem really tight. Like him and Lance do. He kind of Oh yeah, like, yeah, for sure. But uh I mean, it's just not a constructing championship win. I mean, the fact that Mercedes is one point behind Aston right now yeah. is entirely Lance Stroll's fault. There's no other way you can say it. Yep. Because if Lewis Hamilton if George Russell, if any of the other people you just listed were in that Aston Martin, Aston Martin would be blowing Mercedes oh, out yeah. of the water right now. You know, I was having a um, – it's funny enough, right before I came to record this, I went out and bought a shirt, and the guy who sold me the shirt uh, is a F- Formula One fan. What? He saw my hat, and uh, we started talking about – I think he's a Red Bull fan. He never specified, but he was saying, you know, I'd love to see Max dominate every race, but sometimes I wish it'd get a little bit more interesting. So I'm guessing he's a Red Bull fan, so shout out to you, man. Um <laughs> But we were talking about it, and we were like, imagine a world where everybody gets that Red Bull. I know. What's happening? I always think that they should make – see, you always say, like, oh, they have to build equal cars. Well, yeah. all they need to do is send them all to F2 for one week and just see what happens. Oh, yeah. Because F2 is a spec series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, like, engines and stuff. but Yeah, of course. But, I mean, seriously, like, then we have – we we would have obviously this is never going to happen. It's Formula One. Everybody's going to have their concepts to be better than everybody else or a lot worse. And putting them together in one car, let, let's say we put everybody in a Red Bull. Yeah. All the people saying Leclerc is just ruined by Ferrari. And let's say they had one. Let's say it's one race, one strategy. You yeah. let's say it's it's Monza. It's, it, let's just say it's a sprint race. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's say you pit race. halfway through the race. Everybody pits on this lap. <laughs> You know, dude, that would be crazy. This yeah. is like, what happened. You're this is this sounds like a Nick Golden hairbrain. I'm just saying. Here. Listen, then you have all these like Leclerc, you like, know, people that yeah. are saying like, oh, he's just Ferrari's ruining him. Then you have the Lewis Hamilton. He's not. He's just in a bad car. I mean, Here's these theories you just get destroyed by one weekend. <laughs> Here's how we solve this. Okay, I've thought about this a lot. Formula One will never do this. But no, someone not. that could do this is the Olympics. I think mm. that they should build a spec series car for the Olympics. And think about the kind of teams you could have. You could have Germany represented by Sebastian Vettel and Mick Schumacher. You could have England represented yeah. by George Russell, Lewis Hamilton. Here's the problem you know with, that. with this. Here's the problem with that. Is uh-huh. that you're talking about even the first thing you said, having Vettel. Yeah. He's a retired. So people a are gonna license. say people are gonna say, Oh, if it was someone else in this car, he'd do better. But if it's all the same car, yeah, I like, mean, you, I know what you're saying, dude. And you could have you could build one track. You mm-hmm. have multiple races at yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, let's see, like who's hosting the next Olympic? Well, America is. Boom, go to Coda and oh, yeah. race. Uh, you know, in a couple Olympics, it's not the next one, but yeah, America's yeah, yeah. hosting an Olympics. I don't see why now that where the money is going to come from for these cars. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, enough. but um. If they were all the same, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. Like, think of all the countries. Dude, De Vries and Verstappen oh, yeah. racing for the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. That would be incredible. So, I... I get what you're saying. I think that would be that would be really cool, but... Um, that'll never happen. No, for sure. And it's definitely not going to happen in Formula One. Um, yeah. 
the only that wouldn't even happen. I'm saying like you know how they have those hot lap things. Uh, I was saying, what if you like just got like six people in the same exact car doing that? That'd be that'd be interesting. Well, I imagine don't know. the money they would make on that. Let's say they do like a pay per view event, dude. I would pay where it's a it one race, one car, okay. like one spec. Fine, for make it every o- driver Olympic pay per view. Yeah, yeah, seriously, dude. Around the world, they probably raise enough money to like, I don't know, support. I don't know another one another series. Oh yeah. Um. I mean, that would be great to raise money for like F one Academy or something. If yeah. all the drivers donated their time or whatever, I don't know, dude. It now then there's like, well, then you're putting the drivers at risk because like not every sport is as risky mm-hmm. as Formula One, and will these will these cars be um as safe as a Formula One? Car? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we saw if you anybody watched the Indy 500 that's listening to this, like the tire that flew off the Indy 500 yeah. car and dented a woman's car and could have killed like eight people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're getting off on a tangent. Uh, anyway, thanks to the shirt guy. Yeah, I appreciate you for giving us. You want to say idea. where it's from or no? Huh? You can say where it's from if you want to. Oh well, yeah. Anybody not sponsored by? But yeah, could not be sponsored by. by. Uh, thanks for the shirt at the shirt shop in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I yeah. appreciate you. Didn't get your name, but and we doubt you watch. But you yeah, might. for sure. Um, I did bring it up to him, so maybe. Oh, maybe well, he maybe listens. maybe you'll see it. On Sorry your... if this is uh, awkward for you. If it is, he's if like, he does oh. listen, he's like, I'm no longer listening. <laughs> uh, okay, so Mercedes. Uh, I mentioned George backing into Checo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lewis had a good weekend for m- current Mercedes P4. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a small crash that. Uh, gave me a heart attack when we, I started qualifying. They said Lewis Hamilton crashed in practice three. But Lewis was setting fastest sectors. And this week, we're going to see for real how the B-spec, W14, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, actually is. And Lewis was giddy. I, I don't know if you watched his after um, – his after practice day one interviews. Mm-mm, not after he practice. He was super happy. He and he was. They were like, "Do you see any aspects of this car that are like specific that uh, have improved?" And he was like, "I do, but I'm not telling you that." <laughs> and he was like smiling. So I don't know. Um, obviously, I thought high downforce they would be a little better. I thought he'd mm-hmm. be challenging for pole. But Lewis gave me a freaking heart attack all throughout qualifying because he almost missed Q1 and Q2. Yeah. Or sorry, Q2 and Q3. He squeezed through. He proved like himself in oh, like, yeah. having one lap to just prove it. Oh, yeah. So it was incredible. Um, He crashed the car. It was just the front wing, no suspension damage. Uh, It was the big news before the week that, you know, they had updates. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. So I'm very excited. They say that they already know if this works, what they're going to do all the way through next season, but cost cap will limit them because some of us follow that. Yeah. And, uh, um, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that's about it for them. Uh, I want to talk about Aston real quick while okay, we're, while we're still talking on this point. Uh, I want to talk about or talk to you about Aston Martin's strategy. Okay. Failure. This weekend. Yeah, well, let's just talk about Alonzo's race and then I'll call Yeah, yeah, Um Started P- P2 and ended the same. Like we say, qualifying is the race. Um, or, it, yeah. Almost. <laughs> pretty much. Almost. Um, they could have had a win, even, I think, even so with the, P2. Yeah, so the, uh, what's it called? Um, they messed up, and the commentary team messed up saying that it didn't have any impact, but... 
to clarify, he pitted twice, correct? In in one lap. Yeah. Or like, like he, he yeah, pitted and pitted did again. a lap, pitted again. Yes. So um, there's lots of theories out there. I saw Formula Bone say something about like he didn't want to embarrass his team by complaining about it. But he, if they pit him for enters, I think he would have won too. Yeah, that's what I think. The data shows that he would have won. Because it would have been a, a lap before Verstappen. It would have had fresher tires. It would have been like he would have been like just barely ahead. Yeah. So, but I, that could have made the entire difference. Yeah. So I, it it sucks. Uh, I'm in such a mixed place with Alonso because no person has ever won after their 300th Grand Prix start, mm. and Lewis is in the same boat. Yeah. And I know it, it's like the tiniest stat, but I don't want him to have that. Yeah. I want Lewis to be the one. <laughs> yeah. There. So I was like, win, but don't, but win, but yeah. don't. And, like, I don't know, Max didn't seem, like, overly excited that he won Monaco. Like, it was kind of like, I don't know what you thought. But, like, you know, when Checo oh, he won was very Monaco, chill. yeah, he was just like, eh. Yeah. Eh. I was expecting. I mean, at this point, not winning is failure for him. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, huge failure, in my opinion. Yeah, and, I agree. Uh, do better. <laughs> um, I want to talk about one more person uh, specifically, and then we can get on to the rest of the teams. Nick DeVries, like okay. you said, started P12, and that's where he stayed. And I wanted to talk to you about this because I listened to him after the race, and he said that uh, Monaco – where was it? Sorry. Monaco showed him how much more difficult F1 is compared to other series hmm. and, like, how much of a game changer it is. And, like, do you think it's just him – like, these past few races has just been him not – ready for formula one maybe so they talked about this on weekend warm-up mm -hmm. will buxton then he said that this is the first track of this season other than bahrain mm -hmm. where f2 also had raced yeah. so like all the rookies didn't have like a real good test yeah. yet so i think there's some stock in that but we'll see because barcelona is like a straight up normal track yeah f2 races there yeah so we'll see but i thought he did better okay cool I was just wanting your thought on that because I saw that, like, he said that in his interview, and I was like, hmm. I was like, is it just him? Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, he beat Yuki, who was in P15. Yeah, that's true. Yuki kind of had a – I mean, he was complaining of breaks during the race. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of had a no-man's-land race. So, uh, I think this is a good sign for DeVries. Uh, I still kind of selfishly hope that Ricardo is in there, but I can't imagine – I feel like Ricardo and Yuki might have actually, like, a good mm – -hmm. I don't know. So that's true. They're both. I mean, hey, look at. Did you see the the tiny the boat, boat races? races? Yes. If you haven't, go watch. Uh, I think awesome. it's on Red Bull's YouTube page. Uh, it's Daniel Ricardo and Yuki Sonoda in tiny boats, and they're racing, and it's amazing. Not to be confused with the tiny boat race, remote control boat race that they did. Yes. Which is also funny. <laughs> um, dude, Red Bull's media team is killing it. It's so uh, good. Um, so Ferrari this race, Leclerc finished P six. Uh, he. Qualified P3, but got a three-place grid penalty for holding up Lando Norris. Bad. Yeah. I mean, one of the worst I've ever seen. Um, that took Norris out of qualifying, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. So at first they said no penalty, because, mm -hmm. but then they figured out, they listened to the team radio and found out that he was not told and gave him a penalty because they heard the team radio Ooh, not give him man. a Like They were like, all right, you're not going to warn him? So at first they said it was just a random yeah, incident, yeah. but I mean, incident, incident. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's that's a meme. If you don't know, you should look that up. Look up. I don't know if you can just look up Leclerc incident. You can. Sure you can. You okay. can. I did it today. Okay, it's a great, it's yeah. a great one. Um, but yeah, so they totally screwed him up. 
uh the the curse continues not as bad he finished a full his first full length race in monaco yep. uh and i mean his first full length like not even an f2 <laughs> uh his first professional He's never finished length. in monaco and it's amazing um and before we get to science because i really want to talk about science yeah yeah did you know fun fact that they open the track up for regular traffic in between each day because it's mont it's the whole city yeah so they yeah have, I didn't know that. Did you? Yeah. I had no idea until this Yeah, time. I had seen um, a, a video last year, actually. It was when I was looking up the race uh, that was, it was like an animation of like what happens day to day in Monaco. Ah. And it shows like how they move the barriers and stuff like that to open it back up. Well, because I was wondering, because, you know, I went to Vegas recently mm -hmm. and I was like, huh, how are they going to do this? Because mm -hmm. they have to close all of Vegas down. Well, they won't. I probably did the same thing. You here's another thing I'd say to go look up. Uh, Lando Norris got an early edition of F one twenty three. Oh, I and I got that. to look, and it's like an early look at what the track in Vegas looks like. Uh, I think it's on his like Quadrant YouTube channel, mm -hmm. and he races. He does a race in Las Vegas, and it looks awesome. It's gonna look incredible. Yeah, I don't know how well the race is gonna go. Yeah, but it's at the end of the season where everybody's cars mm -hmm. should be like in pretty good shape. I mean, that's true. Maybe we'll get lucky and like some Red Bull penalties will come. I just to make it interesting. Like, yeah, I know you don't want that, but I'm saying like, honestly, you have to admit Max starting for P10 is freaking entertaining. Oh, yeah. It's so as long as there's no, for I don't sure. I, I, anyway, it's awesome. So with actually, that, sorry, go ahead. One more thing. Uh, actually, you know what? We'll talk about it at the end because I'm sure you want to talk about this as well. Okay. I have, I have multiple things for the end. So let's keep cool. chugging along. Science is the other menace of this race. <laughs> and I want to hear you talk about this. Um, well, started P4 and ended P8, so bad for Ferrari. Um, probably due to his spin and his driving. Mm. Once that rain started coming down, I mean, everybody was losing control, but man, spun out completely. Uh, so dropped him back a few places. Are you? <laughs> uh, well, okay, let's talk about his team radio. Oh, yeah. Where he's arguing back and forth the whole time about... Mm -hmm. Oh, we need to do this and we need to do that and all this stuff. And I was just like, what is Ferrari doing? Mm -hmm. Also, he said, I don't give a blank about Hamilton. Oh, which yeah. Which I was like, I'm sorry, but like, when have you beat him last? Like, <laughs> show me the numbers. Like, I I mean, I was mad. At the time, I could understand, or I mean, still kind of, I could understand why he's so frustrated. Because, I mean. No, I know why he's so frustrated. I'm just saying, like. I mean, you watch any race you want. Lewis is always some factor, you know. I was yeah. like, get all my boy, like. So anyway, I don't know, man. It was uh, it made me mad. And he was just he he hits he goes for an overtake really early, uh, right out of the tunnel and almost hit somebody. Yeah. And I'm like, no, he did hit somebody. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why are you going for this so early? Like, chill. Like, he was behind some... I can't remember who it was, but it was somebody that he could definitely get by at some yeah. point. And I don't know, man. He just... I don't know. He's kind of... He was the other minister. Not as bad as Stroll, but... Yeah, Stroll was, was rough. What, you finished P8? Is that what you said? Yeah, P8. Okay. Um. Well, who do you want to do next? Uh, you want to talk about Akon? Can we talk about Yeah, Alcon? let's talk about Esty Bestie. Esty Bestie. Uh, so, starting P3, and like a lot of people, he ended there. Um. Huge day for Alpine and Esteban. Mm -hmm. I mean, the smile on this man's face did like made the race, yeah, for me. Honestly, like him on the podium, like like we were talking about, Max is chill. 
Fernando even is a lot more chill than Esteban. Yeah. Esteban's up there having a field day, yeah. <laughs> and it was amazing. He to knocked see. over his champagne on the way up yeah. there. And Max picked it up. It was something. It was so good, man. Um, Gasly got P seven, also great for Alpine. Um, uh, they're kind of showing up their CEO, who they're like at war with right now. Uh, that we talked the about drivers last are? Week. Yeah, no, yeah. the uh, Otmar is. Oh like, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I think there was their technical director, someone that's above Otmar this week, like I think it was yesterday, mm. say, all right, so now we expect to be constantly ahead of Mercedes and Ferrari and mm -hmm. Aston Martin. And I was like, whoa, 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 hold on. You get one podium and now you're P2 in the championship? Yeah. Like, they got some unrealistic expectations going on there in the land of France. Oh, okay? yeah, for sure. Um that sounded like the most American thing. I, I, I knew, <laughs> in the I, land of France. I, I, said, I, heard, I thought it in my head, and I was like, I'm going to say this because I think it's funny. Um, so I feel really bad. Mm -hmm. I used to hate Otmar, but now I, watching Drive to Survive, I changed my opinion about him now. And now I think he's having to defend himself more than necessary. So um, uh, moving on, we kind of talked about how was – Talk about Sergeant. Sure, yeah. Talk about Sergeant. Because oh, you can man. you can talk about Elbon after. Sure, go ahead. Talk uh, about Sergeant. Well, it was I mean, it was a rough day for Logan Sergeant. He was the last in the grid after uh two others DNF'd. Well, it was two, right? Yes. Uh yeah. I mean he was he was, he, was last. P, he finished P eighteen and he was last. And he was pretty far behind. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because K Mag and Stroll DNF. Um had a puncture early, I think, with Stroll. Yeah, he Stroll had a contact hit him. early with Stroll. Ended up having a puncture, so had to pit early, uh, which knocked him back to P eighteen, and he just kind of stuck there for the rest of the race. Did you notice they pitted him right away and put him on soft tires after that? Mm -hmm. And they asked um, James Vowles why they're on soft tires. Yeah, yeah. Did I, you hear? What they I said? was listening to that. That was uh, that was good. It was really uh, interesting. They said that they were testing or teaching him how to do degradation on mm -hmm. softs i was like what <laughs> that's cool i like how they do that where like they talk to james vows on that and also yeah. williams has like a phenomenal video or like or like what they do after each race oh i haven't seen that they do like a um i think they just call it the vows recap or something oh so and he like the debrief that the yeah yeah has. and yeah. um and he he answers questions from the fans like why didn't you do this why didn't you do that? And I, I I watched the whole thing today while uh getting some stuff together for this and I was like, wow, like he I'm gonna start it, watching this. Mercedes does that. I wonder if oh, he really? used to do it. I wonder if he was just like, Oh, we need to do this. Probably, at probably. Because yeah. they do the exact same thing. They call it gotcha. the Accios debrief. Gotcha. Um, uh, it's even sponsored, of oh, course. Nice. Um, so yeah, uh Albon P fourteen kind of no man's land too yeah. uh he's had a pretty quiet race which is a good thing and a bad thing mm -hmm. no points for williams again unfortunately uh and i mean they still look better than a lot of teams um but i don't know i mean they both cars finished it's kind of hard to say so yeah. um but another team that i already talked about k mag but if you want to talk about Nico Hulkenberg and uh, potentially a text that I did or did not send about some hostilization syndrome. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, well, Nico um, 
did gain a place, started P18, moved to P and finished P17. Though he was handed two penalties this race, uh, one five-second penalty for causing a collision, and then another 10-second penalty for not serving the original penalty correctly. Because they didn't serve it at all. They didn't. No, yeah, he, they yeah. didn't stop. Didn't wait the five seconds or anything. So got a 10-second penalty, ended up P17. Uh, what were you going to say? Or what were you talking about? Your your host delusion syndrome? Uh, yeah, because, you know, nico has been qualifying really well yeah. recently, and I was like, you know – he could get pole, like maybe. Oh, you're talking about what you sent way before the yes, race. Okay, yeah. yeah. He sent me a text saying, like, what if what if Hulkenberg gets pole? And I'm like, you're I can't explain it. I just thought I, all all like K Mag has to like get on pole again for me to have hostilusion syndrome at this point. And it has to physically happen before I even have hopes for them. I just keep thinking this is it's special. Like I just keep thinking any chance there if is. This was gonna if there was a race to happen. It was this race, and it was gonna rain. We kind of knew that it would be this race. Yeah. So it was. I understand. It's just wrong. It was a light. <laughs> it was a light dose of hostilization. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't anything crazy like we were talking about last year with K Mag winning a race, but it's gonna happen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 150 Grand Prix, no podiums. Um. We're about done other than Lando and Piastri yep. and Alfa Romeo. So you, whichever you want to do first. Let's talk about Lando. Okay. Um, started P10 and moved up a space to claim P9. So I was happy. I'm sure McLaren is happy to have that. Um, Lando had really good pace in the rain. Yeah? Like really good pace. Like uh, he, um, in his post-race interview, he was talking about how he wished he could have given Max Verstappen his first blue flags. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because he felt like he was so good in the, on those intermediates. Um, they did, like, obviously it's not their fault because, like, who knows when the rain is coming. They did pit for hards, like, shortly before mm. the rain came. So they did waste some time there. Um, but they still both came out with points. So, yeah. That was good. Yeah. I thought he was, they were talking about it a little bit on the, uh, on the broadcast that he was, he was flying. Yeah. And so was Piastri. Uh, double points for McLaren. Uh, you know, it's hard to say what they're going to be. You know, they're saying that they're going to bring a new car by Silverstone, basically. So yeah. kind of yeah. what Mercedes has done. Um, uh, but, I mean, maybe there's McLaren delusion syndrome, but I, they, they look, they're looking <laughs> a little that. better. I've got that. Yeah, sure. They're I've got that. They're looking a little better. Yeah. Um, and one thing's for sure, no matter what, we all know that they need to keep that freaking livery forever. Oh my! At least for the rest of the season. We are getting it this week. We do know that we're we're keeping the triple mm -hmm. crown of livery, but uh, so much better than their regular livery. I agree. It's so nice. Um, Bottas, uh, P eleven, pretty sad. First out of the points. That's always mm -hmm. tough. Also, kind of had a quiet race. Nothing really to say. I yeah. I even kind of was like, what was Bottas doing? And you know, he's just kind of in no man's land. But, you know, with that said, it's Alfa Romeo, who um, might also be a future Haas title sponsor. I oh, yeah. Something about um, oh, Alfa Romeo. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, so we'll see. But, you know, I'm worried about Bottas keeping his seat. But P11 should be good enough. Yeah, Joe um, was, was kind of the same. Nothing too thrilling. He did move from P19 up to P13, which mm -hmm. is really good for – um, they at least got good positions, as you were saying. It's Alfa Romeo, so we've kind of been seeing them towards the back of the pack, and at least they're making their way to the middle ground this week. Um, was actually pretty excited to see Bottas at P11. For sure. Uh, like, sad he was out of the points, but 
I was happy to see him up there. All right, so my winner of this race, uh, I'm just going to give it to Alpine as a whole. I think they had a great weekend, um, kind of like a, you know, making a stance against this war that's going mm-hmm. on over there. Um, loser, I got to give it to Checo. I mean, yeah, for sure. brutal weekend. Um, he sounded just in absolute despair when he crashed in qualifying. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and one thing that we forgot to mention was the floor being shown, yeah. being lifted by the I was going to talk about that. So, I mean, you can if you want to, but I it's I don't know how much you can actually get from that, but yeah. it's something. Mm-hmm. So, Well, who's your – you said loser already? Yeah. Loser was Checo, so who's um, your winner? Max is going to be my winner this week, I think, because mm. of qualifying. Oh, yeah. I That's think fair. that deserves it. Yeah, um, I loser, I was going to say Checo, but I think I'm going to give it to um, Stroll. Uh, yeah. Because it was just bad. It was just a poor performance. Yeah. So. There's several things, other things I want to talk about real fast. I have a video prepared to show you. Okay. That I don't know if you've seen. Does a did, have you seen a video potentially between Martin and the uh, on the grid walk? Does this sound familiar to you? Let's find out. Uh, I'm gonna play it for the audio uh, into the microphone towards you. Okay. And uh, look this up on Twitter. Just look up Red Bull team member Martin. Because I can't show it or we'll get copyrighted, but I can play the audio. Okay. So, uh, fair warning: there's cursing in this video. I've said it, so yeah, don't copyright strike us or whatever it's called. Yeah, sorry for the language. So. What's happening in this video, I'll keep playing it on loop and then explain it so yeah. Dawson can see. So there is a Red Bull team member blocking the car during the grid walk, and yeah. Martin always does a pre-show grid walk, right? Yeah. And he says, essentially, I can't let you through to talk to Christian mm-hmm. because they are still at war with Sky Sports over basically Ted saying multiple times that Lewis – was is an eight-time champion and Max uh, doesn't deserve a 2021 podium. Remember uh, they were yes, yes. So yeah, anyway, we talked about this a little bit. So like he said, like I'm gonna get in big trouble if I let you talk to him. Yeah. And then and then Martin pushes by him. So anyway, I just thought it was an interesting video. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. So um, and then one other thing, and then I know you have something you want to say yeah. is uh, Honda. I want to talk about Honda real yeah. fast. Uh, Honda signing with Aston Martin, or more accurately, Aston Martin signing Honda. Um, I have pretty good respect for how um, uh, Christian and Max handled this because if I were them, I'd be mad. Mm-hmm. Because uh, for those of you that don't know, so Red Bull, the biggest reason that they couldn't win a championship for a long time was their engine. Mm-hmm. They just switched around a lot. They were at Renault, and then they announced that Honda is going to come and partner with them to build an engine. They're going to be the only ones on the grid that has a Honda. I mean, obviously, AlphaTauri has it too. Yeah. So they do that, and they win a championship. And then right as they're about to win the championship, Honda says, we're going away. And Red Bull says, well, crap. Like, we have no one we can sign with. Yeah, yeah. So they take Red Bull takes over the factories and starts building it again. They start winning another championship. Then by the... Japanese Grand Prix last year, Honda comes back and says, no, wait, 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 we're involved. And they put Honda back on their car. Yeah. Um, as like a, I think it was like Honda Red Bull mm. something. Um, and then, so they're like, cool. All right, we're Honda again. And 
you know, they kind of get more credit than they probably deserved yeah. for last After year's leaving. championship. Yeah. And then this year they're like, all right, we're Honda again. And then uh, we're Honda again and we're signed with that's Red Bull. They put them in the mm-hmm. commercial and then they leave Red Bull out to dry because Red Bull's because Red Bull in the meantime had made a deal with Ford, which I think is going to be more of like a label Mm. Um, of Red Bull still kind of making their engine, their own but, engine. but it's like Ford yeah. sponsored. I'm sure there'll be input, but I mean, Ford hasn't done anything like I don't, this. Th- I, yeah, like I, I, like I've said, I don't think that there's formula Ford, but it's not the same thing. So yeah, I don't think Red Bull would make a, the mistake of changing their engine after two. Well, it's so they're very not con- changing, but like, or, or of course it's going to change, but not I don't I hope it's not drastically. Well, now they're giving away the store to Aston Martin, who's mm. I mean, it's hard to say who their main rival is right mm. now. Uh, we'll see at the end of the season. Yeah, it could be Mercedes, could be Aston, could be Ferrari. Apparently, it's Alpine, according to some people. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Good, good, nothing, no crap towards Aston Martin. They didn't do anything mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah, but Honda making poor decisions. Um, so yeah. All right, that's all. Well, I have two other things, but you said you had something, so. Um, yes. Uh, with the we were talking about the crane and the oh, yes, floors. Yes. Um, do do you think teams are actually going to steal information from that? I mean, not. I guess it's not stealing. It's just. I mean, it's stealing. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because you know, in any other thing, if you took a picture of something of another i'm trying to think of like any example Mm -hmm. like that would get in huge trouble but um this was like a full video broadcast of the underside of a red bull and a mercedes car yeah so um i think they will learn a lot about the shape Mm -hmm. but the a lot of people were saying because it's not 3d it's the depth of the grooves yeah yeah that are the real secret Mm -hmm. it also helped the floor was banged up a little bit so they didn't get a full but i mean it's symmetrical yeah yeah um I think they will gain information that will help them in the future corroborate ideas. Yeah. But, um, you know, obviously if you just copy a floor and throw it onto a car, it's not, it's going to make you slower at first. You have to copy the whole car for that to work. I got you. So, uh, yes and no, that's kind of a non-answer. Yeah. I just wanted your opinion. I've got one more thing that I want to talk about. Um, I guess you can call this a Nick Golden rant. Okay. Uh-oh. I have something to to talk to you about and I want your opinion on this cuz I saw just so much hate in comments of stuff that I was looking at over um like it's been in our content, it's been on Formula 1's account and um there are gatekeepers for Formula 1, bro. Yeah, like what it was go into details for there, in America at least. I know for a fact that it's grown popularity because of Drive to Survive. Right. For a fact, it's grown because of that. I've talked to people that have said, I started Formula One because I watched this. They can introduce me to Formula One through Drive to Survive. I enjoy it, but now I watch every race. But I feel like at times I can't say that. Because people get Because upset. people will say, oh, you're not a real fan because you got into it because of Drive to Survive. So I 100%, you know my opinion on this, but I, I think there's no issue with that. I get why it's annoying for people to hear americans hop on and say oh we know everything that have just watched drive to survive because there are people out there and they are annoying and there are they are wrong not that we're always right 
Um, no, we we've we've never we're said we're perfectly right. We do the best that we can, and we're kind of like a like a intermediate level of knowledge. We're, yeah, but but we we have a different perspective. We also like. just are passionate about it. Yeah, and I think any other sport doesn't deal with this as much as yeah. this. And I am twofold. I have tremendous respect that this is still a European sport. Yeah. It's the headquarters. If you want to work for them, you got to move there. Yeah. All of that stuff. But at the same time, it's like, why do you care that there's more fans? Yeah. It. Th- what other like fan base complains about new fans? Yeah. See, I haven't really thought about it in, in that like perspective. Yes, I understand. I I've said things that are wrong on this. We've both said things that are wrong on this. It doesn't like mean it's going to happen every time but it also like we do our best yeah, yeah we do um and obviously i'm not saying everybody that listens has said that i'm not saying everybody that comments on our stuff has said that i'm just saying i've seen it there but i've also seen it across various other accounts online on social media i'm just wanting to i guess was just wanting to talk about it about how i thought because there are people who are completely wrong that only have watched drive to survive and are like okay this is exactly what happened yeah, I get that, and yes, they like Nick said they would be annoying, but people that are like us and have watched it. Nick was a fan before it, before he even saw it. So obviously, this doesn't go to him. It was For around me, the same time, but yeah, 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 yeah. But you were a fan of the sport more yeah. than just because of the yeah. documentary. Um, whereas I watched the documentary and I was like, "Oh, this looks interesting. I want to start watching this." There's this like area of like awkwardness where i'm like you don't want to talk about well, no, 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 yeah yeah i mean in a way like on here i don't like like when we did our drive to survive episode we were clowned yeah but and i mean I that and that, yeah yeah we knew obviously like we don't care it's not really that big a deal it doesn't bother me um i just like it encourages me. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to break that. That's like something that's kind of important to me. That I knew you thought we don't actually talk about this that much because mm-hmm. we know. Yeah. Um. I I hate that people are discouraged from talking about Formula One openly sometimes because of that. Yeah. And um. I get you know I'm something that I'm doing like personally is I'm rewatching as many Silverstone edit races that I can Mm -hmm. before I go, because I know there's going to be someone that's been there for 50 years. It's going to be like, Oh, when, um, I, uh, Jensen button went around like, you know, like stuff that I don't know. Mm -hmm. And, but I'm willing to admit what I don't know. And I just have never experienced a sport where there was such prejudice against joining and like being part of this sport when it's a worldwide sport at the end of the day, again, like I said, it's based in Europe, but the first five races of the year were not in Europe. Oh yeah. So it, I mean, if it wasn't, I mean, if it wasn't for you, I I wouldn't say I would be this big of a fan. Not because I wouldn't want to be, just like because of like just the stuff even on like Formula One's accounts, like yeah. the official F one Instagram or something like that that I've seen from like people like commenting. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. Yeah. I would just be like, oh well, I don't want to give like or have input or into this just because people will it, it'll die off yeah, yeah of I, course it will like i'm not you know of course drive to survive isn't gonna be forever so and also i i too i also feel some uncomfortability with there being three races in america because mm-hmm. i know that's more than any other country and it's kind of like but there's there's a lot of things where it's like well um vegas and miami are further apart than ha- like half the european yeah. races are together mm-hmm. it's really complicated all i'll say is 
I'm not a fan really specifically of any American racing. I don't watch NASCAR. Mm-hmm. I I watch some of in the Indy 500 every year. Um, Formula One is the racing that I watch. But there's a rich tradition of driving and racing in America. Um, this is one of the few countries where you can drive from state to state. And that's a that's a quote from um, Hunt for Red October, yeah. if you know the movie. You can drive state to state. You know, it's part of the culture. Mm-hmm. And to say you know, that Americans aren't welcome in Formula One is kind of sucky, but yeah. that's okay. That's okay. And I'm willing to be, I'm willing to take that head on. So that way, yeah, yeah for sure. 50 other people or so, however many, two people, one person can watch Formula One without shame. Yeah. I get, talk that's, about a, it. that's another, so you said you've never been in any other racing other than, or at least American My racing. My first motor race of any kind mm-hmm. was a month ago in Miami. Yeah. I'm going to use a, a, a quote and, I didn't like. I find this funny when you showed me this comment on one of her as a Red Bull Muppet. You can call me. <laughs> I forgot which, about that. <laughs> I th- the reason I I fell into Formula One and Red Bull specifically is because I grew up watching Red Bull compete in motocross. Yeah, and like with Travis Pastrana and like all these big like like uh what was the show like Nitro Circus was the show. It's a big American show, so like. I wouldn't be surprised if there's European followers that don't know what it is. But Travis Pastrana was like the leader and he was like like always competed for Red Bull. And I always saw like Red Bull doing these like crazy stunts and stuff. And when I found they had a Formula One team, I was like, Oh, I've been cheering for them my whole life. I'll do it here too. Yeah, you actually have more right to be a Red Bull fan than I do a Mercedes fan, honestly. <laughs> like, seriously. Because, uh, I mean... It's funny I'm not a Mercedes fan because my dad used to work for him. Yeah, that's... I mean, it's different. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, I um, I don't know. I just became drawn to Lewis Hamilton as a person. Yeah. And then it just kind of, like, sparked all of this. Um, but, you know, uh, I'm interested to see what it's like... Uh, as an American at a foreign race yeah. at, a, at the Europe mm-hmm. race. So um, that's a good, I didn't think about talking about this. Like, and I, it, it just popped up today in my head and I was like, I want to talk about this. So. Yeah. So, um, you know, we know, I also want to say, we know it's not the majority of old formula, quote unquote, formula one fans that have been watching forever, mm-hmm. but it's the people that are loud. And I, you know, I've already, I've noticed, you know, some of the comments are going down about mm-hmm. this recently. The mm-hmm. more, more our content gets out, the more um, people give us a break. So, oh yeah. Anyway, that that's all I think we should say about it right now. Uh, but it's a good topic. Uh, two more things I want to touch really fast. If there's anything else, nothing else you want to say about that? No. Okay. That's, that was it. Um, so uh, there's a tire test coming up next week, and Mick Schumacher is going to drive. I'm so excited for that. I hope he does well. Um, please. It's first time in the W14, right? Yeah. Don't crash the car. <laughs> don't crash the car. Um, I'm not Re- saying make sure. Let's say that one more time. Don't crash. Don't the car. crash the car. <laughs> um, or just like the front wing's fine. Um, uh, so break the suspension for me, Mick. Um, and now, <laughs> uh, you mean the exact copied ripple suspension? Yes, exactly. Speaking of which, um, <laughs> so I think so. Helmet Marco comes out this week and says that Red Bull is trying something new this week in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. How funny would it be? This has been all over the internet. This is not my original thought. <laughs> yeah. How funny would it be if they come out with zero side pods and go faster? <laughs> is it bad that I want that? I want that to happen. See, at, but what people are thinking wrong about it is it actually wouldn't embarrass Mercedes as much as it would prove that they were right all yeah. along. 
the, but they the, just didn't have the, the concept the execution. of it, right? Yeah. yeah. It would be funny. So the most intrigue now is going to be what car Mercedes comes out with at the beginning of the next season. Because obviously they're going to stick with the side pods the rest yeah. of the year. It is faster. But uh, if they come out with zero side pods again, which I don't think they will, but if they do, but if it's all jokes aside, if it's not zero side pods, what's something new they could be trying? Is it like an innovation, like a DAS, or mm. is it just like the floor is a little different, you know? Yeah, yeah. I what, got you. Any thoughts on that? or I don't know. It's tough to say. I, yeah, at this point, I mean, I – Ask me again after this race. We'll see. We'll see how if they it's perform. Good. Yeah. Oh, uh, one more thing I've been meaning to mention for like four episodes now. Oh, okay. Uh, I would like to say this is going long. I'm sorry. Uh, that Checo is not the worst driver out of the top three teams. Uh, we said out of Ferrari, Mercedes, mm-hmm. and I oh, think yeah. I think Science is Ooh. the worst. Okay. He's been given a lot of that. That TikTok kind of went nuts uh, with people being like. No, but they never look at when we posted it, which was before the season. Yeah. But uh, I think Cheka's proving that he's not the yeah, worst out of the three. For sure. So anyway, that is it fully from me. Anything else from you? We're good. We're done. Uh, Spain coming up. Uh, Mercedes win the race, please. Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, subscribe, uh, like all that stuff. Follow us on at the pit wall pod. Send us any questions you have. And, um, be nice to us Americans. We're very, <laughs> we're very scared and breakable. <laughs> All right, that's it. Bye bye. See ya. Bye.